gotta do. We're, we're gonna start a whole do over, yo. We, I was, I was talking too much. I turned my computer off, yo. <laughs> All right, yo, we're starting fresh, yo. It's too much, too much. That was too much nonsense. You ever see that? You ever see that that thing, Wyclef John, when he's cleaning the button in that show they got, and he pushes it by accident? No, you know that show, The Voice. Yes. All the judges are facing backwards, right? They hear somebody singing. If they like it, they hit the button. And then they turn, they get to see who it is. There's a clip where Wyclef, I guess he goes to clean his button, and he pushes it back, and he goes, <laughs> and turns <laughs> around. That, around. That's what happened. I was just wiping my shit down, and all of a sudden, the screen went black. And my shit said, you're disconnected. I said, oh, damn. All right, so go, let me stop cleaning, yo. Go ahead, yo. Thank you for tuning in to Nas was Worth Mentioning, a podcast about nothing. It talks about everything. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Juan. Yo. My actual brother, Mike, Mr. Clean. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Before before the whole meltdown, what we was talking about was because we were just talking about XXX and how he was like changing his life and you know trying to do better and be better and you know and his past and all that because all of this Drake rumor shit whatever, not really that important. The important part is though is like he was doing the right things, getting his shit together, and then you know that's when his life ended. And I feel like for me that's the same. Shit, you know what I mean? Right now the shit going good, and I feel like I'm fixing shit. I'm on the way. I feel like yo. That's it, yo. It's a wrap, yo. Like, this is where my story is, yo. Like, because you always, I always feel like the other shoe's gonna drop, yo. Like, this can't really be this good, can it? You know what I mean? Like, something ain't right here, yo. Like, but you gotta stay that positive light. You gotta fight that negative. Because that just be my luck, right? Like, I get my shit together. I'm happy, living a great life. And then I die, and I'll be, I'll be down in hell looking up, like, damn, yo. Should have seen this coming. Right when, like figure, video, right when I figure, right when I figure this videos. shit out. I mean, if you take the gun away from, they see the video. I'm say, the guys oh, yeah. the you said you you gonna be down in hell looking up. If you down in hell looking up, you didn't figure out shit, my man. Talking about you just figured everything out. Not if you went down. If you went down, you ain't figured nothing out. I don't know, man. I, I find it hard to believe they they forgiving everything. Cause <laughs> then you need to read the Bible, bro. You need to you need to open up the book and read it. Cause that's how it Yo, works. I I meet on Fridays. You know what I mean? <sighs> like I crossed all the T's, dotted all the I's, bro. Read the book, brother. It's in there, man. Yeah, that's what we talked about yesterday, right? For for uh, for a non-believer, this is the best they got. For a believer, this is the worst we got. That changes your whole perspective on life, bro. Because well, then, when your shit when your shit starts going good, instead of worrying about the other shoe to drop, you like, damn, like this shit is good, bro. And this is the worst it's gonna be for me. Like I can't even wait to see what happens. You know what I mean? Changes your whole perspective on life. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, if you look at it that way, that does that does make sense. What the hell are you doing over there, Juan? I'm sorry. <laughs> Were you looking for something? Juan, well, not feeling well today, so it got him off his game. Yeah, I think I got a little got like, bit of a fever now. I don't know. Oh, shit. That's uh, what we do, right? We be trying to work through that shit, yo. I, I can't believe, you know, that's a bad idea anyway. Whatever. That's a bad idea. Like, working when you're sick. Like, it, it, it's yeah. just so crazy. Like, like you're sick and you still got to go to work. Like, it just. I don't know. I think I might call out. I don't want to, though. I mean, unfortunately, I just the way things are, man. Like, you know, we don't got un- unlimited sick days, you know. And if yeah, you, know, I mean, if you, know if you had your if you had your own business too, like you ain't got no sick days. Like you sick and you can't open up your store or run your business that day. You ain't getting paid. You know, if you're a farmer and you sick and you wake up, you're like, oh, well, I ain't feeling too well. <clears throat> ah, I'm just gonna go to sleep. Crops could pick themselves. You know who's gonna pick the crops? The animals. You're gonna come out the next day. You ain't gonna have nothing. There's your sick day, bro. You know what I mean? So I just in life in general, man. Sometimes we we just can't, you know, we can't take that that day off. Kind of a 
mindset. But I think it just it just goes across the board, you know. Is that a lot of times people wanna wanna knock like jobs per se, you know, and blame it on like, oh yeah, my company's you know full of shit. I gotta go to work sick. This is bullshit. And it's like, no, well, that's I, just I don't think it's yeah, but I don't think it's like it's companies. I just think it's people in general because like. People like you know, they got bills to pay. Like they can't miss a day of pay. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not. That's I don't think I'm it's saying. just so much companies. I just think it's just the way shit is. Our mentality as you know, it's like oh, I can't call him. I mean, we watched Dad not call out of work for a million years. He left. They fired him and, and, and uh, or laid him off. Whatever happened, he had like fucking three months worth of fucking sick days he never used. I mean, that motherfucker was always sick, always fucked up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But, you know, speaking on this sick day shit, man. Lately. Something that's really been kind of coming across <laughs> my my eyes lately, and a lot of you know my eyes, my ears, and everything. You know, there's always like a theme of of stuff coming towards me through what I read, what I listen to, and things like that. And lately, the theme that keeps coming through, man, is um, it's a thing in Matthew that Jesus says, and and it says, "Let your yes be yes, and your no be no." Right, basically talking about be a man of your word. And one of the podcasts I listened to made a a good. I, I guess a good point, uh, you know, elaborating on that statement. And he's like, you know, when you went for that interview of your job and you were looking for that that position and that pay you wanted, did you go in there talking about, yeah, no, you know, how many sick days we get and how many vacation days? Because I plan to use all of them so I don't leave none behind. No, you didn't say that. <laughs> you said, yeah, no, I'm a team player. I'm going to do whatever needs to be done to make sure we succeed as a team. I'm going to put my best foot forward for the company, Right. Those are things you're saying to get the job. And then once you get the job, you're like, all right, well, how many sick days I got? Cause I ain't leaving none of them behind. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, that's that's not what you said when you got the job. When you got the job, you said you're going to do what you need to do to be successful within the company. Taking every single day you you perceived old is not putting your best foot forward. So right there, you're not keep, you're not a man of your word no more. Now, now your integrity is taking a hit because of that. Now, granted, if you if you are sick, sick, and you physically can't perform, you need to take that day, go right ahead. You know, I don't agree with it when it comes to the vacation, because I feel vacations, you know, are meant for us to take that break from work, to spend time with our home life, which in turn will make us a better employee. But, you know, with the sense of, uh, you know, I'm leaving like five, six days behind, you know, it's BS and it, like the sick days are there. So if you're sick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the thing is that dad was sick. And he was not using them. That's what I'm saying. No, but I mean, that's, sick, that's, you that's have a to different... Use them. Yeah, no, but that's a different yeah. mentality that he had. I'm just talking about it in general. I'm not specifically. Oh. I hate when I have to use a sick day for being sick, though. Like, that's really annoying. That's the whole purpose of it, man. Nah, sick days is a day not to go to work. <laughs> I don't like, never I hate use a sick I, day unless I'm sick or my kids are sick, bro. I use them for nah, what the fall. I'm talking shit, but I go to work sick, yo, and I save them sick days for days that I need to do shit that I want to do shit that I don't want to go to work to do those shits. That's how I work my sick days. I go to work dying, and then when something happens where I was like, oh, I want to go to this shit, I just call out sick, yo. That's, yeah, a, sick a, backward, that's a backwards way of thinking, though. Because I don't really look at them as sick days. I look at them at more as, like, like PTO, not sick days, per se. Mental health days. <laughs> Pay time off. Yeah, that's it. It's just pay time off. They're not sick days. Because I never call in sick. I'm like, yo, I always say I'm not coming in. So if they see me somewhere or they see a story of me skating, it's like, yo, I never said I was sick. I said I wasn't coming in. So I never use the word sick when I call out of work, yo. So a technicality, right? No, I do, baby. Sure. <laughs> Man, yo, 
Let me tell you, bro. Yesterday was a fucking emotional roller coaster of a fucking day, bro. What a mess. Like, and not a mess. What, like, it was just, and I was sitting here at night when I got home and, like, looking back at today. And I'm like, yo, like, that was like, I, like, I realized that I fucking experienced, like, life in a day. Like, it went through, like, so many mix of emotions from, like, you know, I, coming in happy, having a good morning, you know, to finding out, you know, Mike passed, rest in peace, you know what I mean? To, like, then going back and hanging out for your birthday and getting together with everybody and having a good time, you know, then coming home fucking alone, you know what I mean? It was, like, such an array of, of like, emotions and shit going on, and I'm, like, I got home and I was, I, I was exhausted. I was, like, yo, I just lived fucking life. Like, I literally had one of them days. Like, one of the Jimmy V days. I, I, I fucking laughed. I cried. And I sat in fucking my thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like, actually lived a fucking day. And I was seeing his thoughts. And I'm like, yo, that's why I'm so fucking tired. It was, it was just such a wild thing, yo. It is. And that's why I was saying what I was saying earlier when we wasn't on here. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, I know what I want, yo. And that's it, yo. Like, that's all that matters, yo. I'm like, I, I live all my days like that now, man. And, and that's probably why I, when my head hits the pillow, man, I go right to sleep because I, I done exhausted everything I had in my tank for that day. I've given every day 100 percent of me. Yeah, really. Like, I really. And yesterday was a day, and I realized it was a day, and it was such an eye opener. It was like one of those key moments, you know, where like something clicks and it's like, oh, oh, so that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you got you to gotta live all the days like that, man. That's what makes a fulfilling life. Bro, that's exhausting. And now I feel like I can't walk. My back is like, I told you this morning, man, I feel like back when I was couldn't walk before. I have those I mean, fucking yeah, pains Yeah, it's exhausting. Again, you know? Your back hurt for a whole other reason. <laughs> you, 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 do that, you do that enough times, and it's exhausting, but you build up that, that strength to take, you know, go through your days as such. Sitting home, reflecting on it just made me feel a turn kind of way, yo. Not in the bad way, though. Not in the bad yeah, way. No, just, I feel you. You know what I mean? Like, it was just an eye-opening experience of a day. You know, and to be yeah. able to share it with the people that I shared it with. You know what I mean? That was another thing. It was, just, it was almost like, the, like I want to say the perfect day, but I really can't say it was the perfect day because there was, you know, some, some sad yeah, stuff yeah, in some, it. You know yeah. what I mean? But, you know what I mean? You, you get what I'm saying. You get where I'm coming nah, from. No, nah, I know exactly where you're coming from. I know exactly where you're coming from. Because, I mean, that's... that's... Like I said, that's that's how I try to live my life these days, man. I'm at a point in my life where if, if the conversation isn't deep and meaningful, I don't really care to have it. You know, I'm not really for the small talk anymore. I'm not for phoning it in. You know, I'm not for going to work talking about, ah, I ain't got no hours. I ain't going to make it anyway. Let me just chill. Like, I'm not for that no more. I'm for getting up, attacking your day, building great relationships, you know, and just doing that that deep work man and hell's yeah it's exhausting bro hell is exhausting but what's the alternative yeah but you see though but like you're you're like the way you approach you just like you like like yeah, you said like you attacking the day and me like when i think about me approaching it i just think about me just kind of just flowing through a lazy river you know what i mean and just <laughs> but like struggling to swim and almost drowning through the whole motherfucking thing. But that's thing. what I'm saying, though. I mean, if you if you just want to sit there and and go with a lazy river, then you're allowing the day to take you where, you know, you, you don't have that that control over over. And not saying you're gonna have control over your day, but when you start living intentionally and putting forth the things you want to put forth in your life, then you you're getting more control over your person, over your emotions, 
over the way you're thinking and moving. And then when life comes and throws you these curveballs and whatnot, you're prepared to pivot and switch directions if you need to. Or if you need to sit there and sit in it, then you sit there and sit in it, but you created these you know, things inside of you that's able to sit there and withstand the onslaught that's going to come from it, whether it be through negative emotions, um, hard work, whatever the case is. But that won't come until you have a couple of days in succession of, of living with that intentional, you know, intentionality, I think is the right word. But I can't say it too well, so I just say you live in intentional. I mean, I have been thinking a lot lately, you know, about, again, you know, intentional, being being intentional with my rest. I'm starting to realize that I've been adding more and more to my daily routines. And there's only so much in a day, you know, so like perfect example why I thought about this is, um, you know, we're doing that mileage challenge. And my mindset was like, all right, so every night I'm going to get on the bike, I'm going to do five miles. And I did that for all of January. Either I was on the bike for five miles, or I went for a run for five miles, and I don't think I got to bed no earlier than 10.30 every night. I was still getting up between 4.30 and 5, still doing my reading, my journaling, my workout, my regular daily stuff. And then at night, I'm getting back on the bike for a 20-minute ride. And I think I'm at the point where I'm like, yo, like I'm like I'm tired. Like Like more than just tired but like I'm, I'm tired you know what I mean like and it just you know it, it comes to a point where it's like listen you, you keep adding stuff in and you ain't taking nothing out like there's only so much you can fit in a bag well that's what I was about to say yo because like you you took out a lot of shit that you deemed not really good like worthy of your time and you do a lot of shit, so like, there's not much other shit you could take out of your life. Yeah. Like, you pretty much, I mean, and I don't mean to sound like a dick, but you pretty much sucked all the joy out of your life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, but not really, not really. So I mean, like, I know you, what you're saying. You, got you know, much I, more to cut out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're adding more shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's simple math. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, I get what you're saying, but like the the stuff I cut out. Don't get me wrong. You know, it was fun. And I, I do partake in it sometimes. You know, I still sit down once in a while and, and I'll veg out, you know, for a half hour, watch 45 Vox minutes Machina. on the game. You know, I'll watch Vox Machina, you know, maybe catch another episode or something else. I mean, it's not like, like when, when I'm hitting all cylinders and I'm not overdoing it, I do feel very content. I do feel very happy. I feel good about what I'm doing and where I'm at while I'm doing it. I'll be honest with you, sometimes when I sit down and, and, and I veg out and I'll, I'll sometimes I'll play like an hour and a half you know, late at night on a day off once everything is done. And I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Like, I have a lot of extra time. It's only 8 o'clock. Let me sit and play. And I'll play till, like, 9.30. I don't feel too good after that. Like, I feel like like I wasted some time. Like, I shouldn't have went as long. Like, I never feel that way with anything else that I do. You know what I mean? I never sit down and, and read or journal and then, like, an hour and a half go by back. Damn. Why I sit that long doing all that deep reflection? You know what I mean? Like, it ne- I don't feel that way. So that's why I tend to do the things I do, because that, that's what gives me life. That's what brings me to what I feel is my, my higher, my higher being, my, 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 you know, uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but that's where I'm at my best. That's where I feel my best. That's where I perform my best. Like, that's what everybody benefits out of it. You know what I'm saying? But I do think that I, I've well, gotten to a you, point. Though? Like you, you said, that's what everybody benefits from. Yeah, I benefit too, though. That's what I'm saying. Me being oh. part of the everybody, like, I benefit from that also. Like, I never come out of that feeling like, ah, oh, you know, I, I should have sat down and watched TV for, like, two hours today. Like, I never have that feeling. 
you know what I'm saying? But when I sit down and I do that, then I'm like, damn, I should have read a little bit, man. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 so like the feelings there, like I enjoy doing the things I'm doing. So it's not like, you know, it's not that phrase where it says all work and no play, you know, makes Mike a dull boy. It's like, nah, like I enjoyed it. Because like, this you, is what, not really work. It's, it's Yeah, it's not work. Like some of it is enjoyable and, and some of it, is is doing the work yeah but it's it's what i enjoy but that being said i, I think i've i've added quite a bit um and i'm at a point where it's like and i kind of got to fine tune like how much of i i'm gonna try to do because if not what's gonna happen is i'm gonna i'm gonna, burn, gonna out. burn out yeah you're gonna burn, burn out, out and i'm not gonna be good for nobody not for me not for my family nobody you know temper is gonna be short performance is gonna suffer um, so that's where I'm at now. I'm kind of at that point now where I'm like, you know, I got to rework a couple of things, maybe shift some things around, you know, maybe not every day has to be a, a five mile bike ride. You know what I'm saying? And just kind of find that sweet spot. Now. That's where I'm kind of at. How long that five mile bike ride take, yo? 20 minutes. Oh, that's not bad, yo. Yeah, no, that's not terrible, but. You got to do is go faster, cut it in half. That's the trick. There you go. You've got yourself 10 more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been trying to, you know, this past week, I, I tried to not be so concrete with it, you know, because, you know, it was my birthday week, so we had a couple of things going on. So it was more of like, you know, if I can't hit the, the 20, you know, maybe I only have 10 minutes to get on, so get on for the 10 minutes. You know, where before I kind of just cemented, like, if you on it, you on it for the five miles, you know, so I kind of loosen that up a little bit and was like you know what you got 10 minutes like go on it for 10 minutes and then hop off do what you gotta do like don't be so locked in i mean i what. think that's a better way of doing it yeah brother. that makes sense there he over go. there got me twerking last night having me what? popping and locking yeah he was like dad it's your birthday you gotta loosen up you gotta be wild there was the kids was rocking out yet there was yeah, shit, you know it, it was real like tame and quiet and then we broke out the camel milk and it just after that shit got crazy, man. You're right, yo. It wasn't the camel. Yeah. After that camel milk, man, party popped. What's camel yo, milk? Yo. My exactly dad what like, it is. Camel milk. Milk from a camel. My dad's always talking about camel milk. How good it is for you. How good it is. Blah blah blah. And we're like, this guy's so full of shit. He never had no camel milk. So Mikey bought camel milk. So then we bought it for him to have it, and he was, he was like, "Your dad had the camel milk." And he's like, "Nah, nah, nah." He kept. Yeah, I bought it for him a month ago. I gotta finish the regular milk. I gotta finish the regular milk. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink the camel milk. I gotta finish the regular milk first. And then he he was like always dancing around it. You know? He never it's wanted. It's been to drink over it. a month. He never he never. I said, "There's no way you have the same milk today that you had a month ago." So last night we decided to crack it out. It's, it's powdered yeah. camel milk, and then you have to mix mm-hmm. it with water. So we crack it out. And he's sitting there staring at me. He, Yo, he was, he was Yeah, he was sweating bullets like, y'all might have to drink this fucking cat. So, <laughs> you know, we, we, we get the measurements. We mix it up. We get it all set up. And, uh, you know, it was, <laughs> we only made eight ounces. So we ended up breaking out some shot glasses. And I, I poured a couple of shots of camel milk. And um, our, our one friend, Dave, he was like, yeah, I'll try it. I don't care. I'll try it. So, I, you know, being somebody else was all gung-ho about it. And now my dad's like, oh, well, I, I can't let a man up me. Like, I, I got I to gotta do it now. <laughs> so he, he looked nervous the whole time. He took that shot glass and shot it back. He's like, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. And then all of a sudden, he had all these stories about how he was a kid and they used to have camel milk <laughs> and he made them and he this. And I said, Pops, you ain't never have no damn camel milk, man. He's like, yeah, no, I did. I, I said, I just asked mom. She ain't never seen camel milk in her life. 
He's like, yeah, no, it was before your mother. It was my, me and my father used to get it. I said, Nick, look, t- text Eric, our cousin, right? Tell him to ask his dad if he ever had camel. Oh, well, no, no, un- Uncle Carl ain't, ain't have none. He didn't have it. Was just, it was just me and Grandpa. Yeah, the one guy we can't ask. That's the one he had. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, pops, shit, chamomile, yeah, okay. but but after that chamomile came out, man, the party got live after that, man. You feel, you know, it would be my That's party funny. to get popping off after some milk, uh, chamomile. Yeah, I tell you what, though, it was pretty out. good, though, man. It was pretty good. It had like a little sweet taste. It had a little sweet taste to it. And Nick was like, how come that bag says male camel milk? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were we were dying, man. It was it was a nice. Yeah, you know? like it, it was a lot fun. of laughs. Yeah, Yo, I read that book of yours. Well, I ain't read it. I listened to it. Which one? Two times. Which one? Which one? Was it the the one by Carolyn, whatever? Oh, by Bob Carolyn Leaf. Yeah. yeah. It was, right? Then you you listened to it twice? Yeah. She does say in the book, like towards the beginning towards the beginning of it, that this isn't a book that's gonna give you the answers on how to fix your diet. This is a book that's going to give you the tools for you to figure out how to fix your own diet. Oh, yeah, that's what Mikey was saying. Because he was like, yeah, I must have they... missed that part. But yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it felt like. That's exactly what it yeah. felt like. Like it gave, it gave you the knowledge to start thinking critically about what you're eating, why you're eating it. Yeah. It was a very thought provoking book. It was a very good book. It so, wasn't what I was looking for in that respect. Like I was looking for more of, you know, an I don't know what I was looking for, but yeah, kind of not an answer, but like a guide, you know, like a little, like a roadmap, so to speak. But that's what she gave you allegedly. I don't know if she gave me a roadmap, or she has kind of told me about the town. <laughs> like she just let me know these things were in this area, but then actually tell me exactly Where how they to get were. there. Yeah, yeah. It was like when you show up, you know, you you get to you buy a house in a new area, and your neighbor comes by. I goes, listen. This town is really great, man. They got a supermarket. It got a great cafe. Got this amazing sandwich spot for lunch. The pizza is ridiculous. I'll talk to you later and leaves. So now you know all this shit is there, but you got no idea where it is. You got no idea how to call them to get the food delivered. You got nothing. All you know is all this shit is right here somewhere. And now it's your job to to go looking for it. But it's funny that she said that right at the beginning, yo. Mikey was like, I, I must have read right over that, yo. I must have read right over that. <laughs> that was I ain't gonna lie, though. I do that sometimes. There's times that I, like, I'll, I'll be reading. I read everything, though. I read the preface. I read the conclusion. I read all the shit in the books. But it'd be times that, you know, I'll read a, a whole page and get to the next page and be reading something and be like, the hell? What? They talked about that previously. Where? And then I have to, like, go back and I look. And, you know, I did read it. it just it didn't sink in. So it's it's not uncalled un- for for me to, to read something and either not retain it or not remember it. Um, one of the reasons why I got that book um, and clearly it ain't helping because I remember oh, the, me- the memory work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is a lot of good information in there, man. Some of that uh, stuff she goes into with the uh, with the GMOs and the seeds and all that, like that stuff just blew that my blew mind, my bro. Mind. Bro, you want to talk uh, about blowing your mind on Netflix? That that show, um, like the future of it, it's for one of those. It's for that same series of how shit works. They have one on there on plants with the shit. Like, yo, it's crazy. It's it's insane. Like, go in there and watch it. Like, shit that the plants could do as far as, like, about putting sensors in plants and sensing when yeah. you're, you're just crazy I mean, shit, the other yo. thing is, though, like, 
and I've been saying this for a long time, you know, one, one of the biggest things, and she kind of highlights in the book in, in sort of a way, or maybe she highlights it directly and I just, you know, overlooked it. But if if food is kept in its natural state, right? So like, for example, she, she uses wheat. I don't know if you remember that the issue she was talking about with wheat and gluten. She has a whole chapter about like gluten sensitivities. And they, they never actually did a conclusive study on like a legitimate gluten sensitivity. They kind of never really factor in everything else. So what she's saying as regards to wheat, what we have on our shelves as wheat bread has been so far processed and refined because if you get whole natural wheat from the ground you take that sucker out you grind it up and you make something with it by the next day it's rotten yeah like that's how our natural food system is it's not meant to be sitting around for months and weeks at a time like you get whole natural food it's gonna last you a day maybe two that's not sustainable for the population that we have on this planet so it, it, it's almost like all these things that are, quote unquote, not good for us, if they weren't there, there'd be a lot more people starving or probably not even around because the resources wouldn't be there for them. So it's, it's a very, like, when I think about it, like, in a way, like, it kind of, like, hurts my brain because, like, all right, I understand all this. But how do you kind of put it into an everyday pre- like I can't grow wheat in my backyard you know what I mean like and, and if I did like I don't have the time or the knowledge to like get the wheat and like grind it up and then make some bread and be like all right guys that's what we're eating today like it's, it's going by tomorrow like eat, no like it's just so crazy to try to think about like having how to, how that to fix that how to fix the fact yeah. of having that not having that yeah I mean. you know it's like a lot of these things were put in place and granted but it's like with anything else like a lot of these things were put into place to fix that issue, to fix the issue of not enough resources and food for everybody. But of course, people see it and they uh, exploit it and they find ways to get powerful and rich off of it. And then it becomes, you know, out of hand. But the whole point of everything that was done to make these what she calls food like products was to make sure there was enough resources for the growing food body like of people. Products. That's yeah, she calls them food like she says, it's not food, it's food like products was like that to me was, yo like wild. With, the, with the seeds how um the big corporations mm. are making their own gmo seeds and they're patenting them right yeah so to simplify it these gmo seeds they grow right some of them seeds get over into the other to the other yeah. farm and they Force start pollination the other farm right so then they send investigators to check it out and see that that's their seed that's growing in this other person's farm. So mm-hmm. then they sue the farmer. Yep. And he can't grow because that's their seed, their GMO mm-hmm. seed that's not good for us. So this man over here is trying to grow the right thing for you, but this big ass corporation that owns these 20 acres next to him and some of that pollen and stuff comes over pollinates his stuff now they see that the the dna of the seed contains some of that gmo patent and then they sue them and then they put the farmer out of business yeah yeah that's that and even even to go one step Wild. further right so you know how like everything we grow 
grows with the seeds in it, right? So if, in essence, if you have an orange, you could take those seeds, if you had the know-how, and grow another orange tree. You can't do that with the GMO stuff for the same reason. You 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 grow the fruit, guess what? The seeds in that fruit still belong to the company who patented that seed. So even though your fruit grew on your land, and you got this fruit now, and you got these seeds, you can't use those seeds. You got to go back and buy more seeds to plant for your next harvest. You can't use the seeds that are growing out from the ground. And that's what I say by, you know, these companies and these people found ways to exploit, get powerful yes. and rich nice. off of this. Whereas that should have been like, all right, listen, here's your seeds. Um, just keep growing. Like, we good. They're like, no, 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 you got to come back for more. The, the next fruit is going to grow with those seeds. You just got to replant them. But you can't. You can't because it's patented. Yeah, it's not you your seed. Money. Like, yeah, you, you know, that fruit grew. The fruit is yours. Sell the fruit. The seeds, they mine. It's crazy. It's crazy stuff, bro. Wow. Crazy. If, if, so, after listening to the book the first time, right, my mother and I, we have, we have this conversation a lot about, about gun control a little bit. And, um, cause she, yeah, I have guns and, you know, she asked me like, why you have guns and all that stuff. And so we go into all so you these, have guns and she wants to control them. No, we go into all these, um, we go into these conversations about all these killings and these mass murders and gun control and. And I say, you know, it's, you have to, it's not the guns that they need to control. They need to figure out what is going on with the mental health of the, of an American citizen that is causing someone to take it to that lane to actually kill someone. Right. So, and it, to me, it's always, it's mental health. It's mental health. It's mental health. It's not the gun, right? It's mental health. It's being... It's being courteous, courteous to the next person. Is having empathy, right? All these different things to how to treat people to keep them from going down that path. Well, this book just kind of threw it all off for me because it's the fucking food. Yeah, it's the that food. Too. It is. Yeah, the discon- yeah. it's the disconnect between the brain and the stomach yeah. that causes people to act the way they're acting from all the shit that they that we're eating. Yeah, the so, shit we eat affects us so fucking. Our, our like, my, like our mental health and the way. Yeah, you can fix the mental health issues that we have. Or at least, at least country. part of it. At least part of it, because some yeah, people a, a good chunk of it. Crazy. Yeah, yeah well, you know, it, yes. there's always that percentage that is gonna be. But yeah, it, it, but it's the crazy is how so much large now. Like diet affects shit, man. It's insane. It's insane. I I, I told you a few weeks back. I found out about like how important diet is as far as affecting different. Symptoms and ADHD, oh, it's fucking nuts. It's fucking wild how food like is without, and it's like in such a like uh like that you don't even notice it kind of way. You know what I mean? So like if you don't know it, you don't know that that's why you you're doing these things or feeling like this or acting like this. It's fucking wild, bro. It's yeah, like when you start becoming more like aware of it, though. Or something like that. She was saying something about strawberries, about like the sugar. In the strawberries and like the fructose and the glucose were meant to be having at the same time because one cancels out the other. Yeah. But because of the GMO stuff, like one of them is attracts the insects, so they won't they cut that out of the DNA of the fruit and just left the mm-hmm. other one. Well, leaving that one alone causes mental issues, causes problems and balances in your body. But naturally, the way God made the fruit. To grow, yeah, it cancels each other out. Like 
food is supposed to be fun, right? But the the reason it's fun is because you got the good and the bad in it. It kind of cancels each other out, leaves you with this yeah. great experience. But when you just take all the fun and you don't put no good in it, uh, you know, to balance it out yeah. or bad in it, to balance it out, it it, it fucks it all up. Yeah. And that's what she was saying with the gluten that, that you know, these gluten sensitivities. She's like, yeah, you know yeah. what? There is a small percentage of people that will have it. But a lot of it is not because of the gluten is because of the absence of all the other stuff that are supposed to be with the gluten to be able to process it the right way. It's crazy. It's bugged out. Like I said, like it, I mean, and even, even so much to the point of like, you know, the, the old way of thinking used to be as long as you stay toward the outskirts of the supermarket, right? You good. But now mm-hmm. it's like, can't even do that. It's like, you got, you got to get yourself a farm, grow your own shit, have your own animals, you know, watch what bugs are coming to pollinate your shit. So you don't, you see where they went, you know, it's like, it's, okay. it's great. Like I said, like the, the more I try to think about it, the more it like hurts my brain, bro. It's like, it's hard to. But I know personally from from just, you know, when I got on the right path of not right path, but when I got on to the point of not being so gluttonous and eating so much of the cookies and the chips and all that, you know, I'm even going back like 12 years now, back when I was 30, when I first lost all the weight. Um, at that point, I started really seeing like how food affects you, right? Because a lot of times we eat to the point, right, that we, we get tired and sluggish and we're ready to go to sleep, right? Yeah, all the time, you know. In theory, all the time, right? And if you really break down like the science of it, eating should energize you because when you eat, you're giving your body fuel to burn to sustain you. That concept never really made sense to me. I'm like, nah, you eat, you get tired, and you take a nap. The nap is what makes you feel better. So when I started (laughs) eating less because I was trying to lose weight, I started realizing, like, oh shit, this small meal filled with quality protein, carbs, and fats actually does energize me. Like I'll eat this meal and I go back to work like a new man. Like I'm not going back to work like, oh man, I'm stuffed, bro. I don't want to do shit. Like I actually went to work like, all right, now I'm ready to keep going. Um, same thing if I would eat like really crappy the night before and the next day we'd go for a run, my legs wouldn't be working right. They would feel heavy. My steps would boom, boom, boom. But if I ate right the day before and I go off for a run the next day, Bro, my, my legs feel light as hell, and I'm, like, almost floating. And the only difference was was the food I ate. And it was at that point that I started really seeing the difference between what you eat, how you eat it, and how you feel. And I'll fast forward going, you know, 12 years, I'm starting to kind of make the connection with the mental health aspect of it, which noticing that, like, if I eat certain things, the next day I feel a little off. You know, I don't feel as content. I don't feel as happy. I may wake up and feel kind of, you know, I I feel upset. I don't know why. And then I think back and like, oh, that's why I ate all this shit yesterday. Now that's affecting my mood today. So it's when you really kind of try to tune into it, it, it's very noticeable once you start making changes and experimenting with different things. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. And we appreciate everyone to get their time to sit down here and listen to us. And, uh, Till next week, stay up, stay blessed. Peace. Peace. Peace.